All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Little Roller Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Mets Mariners series. We're a little late on it, but that's okay. Uh, At this point, it is Wednesday, so the doubleheader of the Cardinals Mets series has already happened, but we're not going to be getting into that today. We'll talk about that after the Mets Cardinals series is over. So, for today, we're just going to talk about the Mariners Mets series uh, that happened from the 13th to the 15th of May. Um, it was one of the more disappointing series of the year so far. Uh, the Mets' first series loss of the year. Uh, the Mariners were able to take two out of three against the Mets. And to be honest, the Mets bats lately have been pretty cold. Uh, I feel like the reason the Mets are still winning consistently is because so every other part of our game has been so good. Um, but <clears throat> let's get right into it and start by talking about the first game of that series. Uh, so first game on the mound, the Mets had... Max Scherzer going. And the Mariners had Gonzalez going. Um, the Mets bats were just cold the entire game. Starling Marte doubled in the first. And Lindor sent him in on a sack fly. But other than that. For the entirety of the game, the Mets were cold. Brandon Nimmo had another good good game. He scored that one run and had a double. He was two for three. Brandon Nimmo just continues to be an outstanding player. An outstanding player. And to be honest, I wouldn't trade him for many other center fielders in the league. I think he's top five center fielder. He's a top five center fielder in the league. He's just playing out of his mind right now, and there's almost no one I would rather have up at the plate in a clutch in a clutch situation. And we'll actually see that later on in this series. Um, so the Mets had a couple other opportunities to score some runs, um, including mostly in the bottom of the seventh. Marte struck out swinging with runners on second and third. Um, Scherzer pitched really well in this game. Again, like I said, the bats were cold for him. He he gave up one earned run, and the Mets were only able to get one. So, you know, he wasn't able to get the win. The bullpen came in and gave up one run. Uh, the one run that Scherzer gave up was on a Jesse Winker single, which scored J.P. Crawford, and then... Later on in the game, Ty France singled and drove in Abraham Toro. It was a good game to watch if you wanted to see Max Scherzer pitch well. He didn't pitch the best you've ever seen him pitch, but he pitched well and there's no denying that. The thing is, the Mets' bats were just cold. Just cold. There, there's not a lot to say other than that. 
there was just no offense. And I I know that Gonzalez pitched well, but he's he wasn't Marco Gonzalez is not a a phenomenal pitcher. He's pretty good, but he's not a pitcher who should hold us to one run for the entirety of the game. And we couldn't even score off of their bullpen. This is a team that is well-rounded and good and solid all the way through, but they don't have pitchers who should be limiting the Mets to to one run in a game. That just shouldn't happen. With our offensive prowess, we shouldn't be seeing one-run games. Now, I know it's going to happen, but it just seems like the Mets have really not had their offense firing on, on, all, on all cylinders this entire season so far. So game one was a little bit disappointing. Scherzer was just playing really well. He was pitching really well. He looked good. His cutter was biting, especially looked difficult to hit against the lefties. Um, he, he looked good again. And Scherzer continues to go out there and give us solid starts and get no decisions. It feels like every time that Scherzer takes – Takes the ball, takes the mound. We give him maybe, you know, two runs of support. I don't want to turn Scherzer into the new 2018 DeGrom. <laughs> um, so I, I think I think that'll change eventually. I think the Mets' bats will heat up. They scored a little bit more runs in the next two games, but still it was just like, you expected a little more out of this team. So let's get into game two, which was a little more eventful than game one. Actually, much more eventful. Uh, this one was a little more exciting. The Mets took this one 5-4 to four against the Mar- Mariners. And this was probably the game to watch in the series. But in my opinion, it wasn't the most comforting game. Even though we won it and we lost the third game of the series, I would argue that that was the most important game. Um, But let's talk about the second game first. Uh, On the mound, the Mets had Chris Bassett going, and the Mariners had their rookie out throwing his second-ever Major League start George Kirby on the mound. He's known as a top MLB pitching prospect. He went out there and he pitched okay. I'm assuming there were some nerves. He's a New York kid. His family was there. Um, he pitched all right. He ended up giving up a, a few runs uh, and didn't didn't quite get the win, obviously, as the Mets took took the game. But he pitched pretty well. Um, in the first inning, not a lot happened in the top of the first inning. In the bottom of the first, uh, Starling Marte tripled and Lindor singled him in to make the score one to nothing. Uh, after that, there wasn't a whole lot. Um, Bassett pitched out of some, some difficulty in this game, uh, including, striking out Eugenio Suarez with runners on second and third uh, to get out of the inning. He played well. Um, 
the score would remain one nothing for a while and then in the 5th or in the bottom of the 3rd rather Francisco Lindor got another RBI with a sack fly scoring Brandon Nimmo then Jeff McNeil hit a sack fly which was just a, a brilliant catch by by Steven Souza Jr. The catch was just I don't know how he caught it. I also don't know how it wasn't out of the ballpark. See it looked like Jeff crushed it. Same thing with, with Lindor's sack fly. They both looked crushed. But the ball is still having trouble getting out of the ballpark. They made the score three to nothing in the bottom of the third. Pete came up in the bottom of the fifth and doubled to uh, Starling Marte scored, making the score four to nothing. In the top of the sixth, Steven Souza Jr. singled and scored Eugenio Suarez. And at that point, Bassett came out of the game. He only gave up one hit in over five innings, so another good performance by Bassett. Um, And then in the top of the seventh, Jesse Winker hit a homer, hit a three-run homer, which tied the game. And it was, you know, pretty disheartening to see Jesse Winker hit this home run. Obviously, Mets fans and Jesse Winker have this whole back-and-forth type thing going on. And I actually think it's pretty fun. You know, it started with him waving goodbye after he cut the final out when he when uh, he played for the Reds a couple years ago and they beat us. Um, he caught the final out of a game, waved by to the fans, and, you know, obviously we hate that. Um, but he's since come out and said he loves the passion that the Mets fans play, uh, you know, root with. And... He loves the back and forth they have, and I think that's actually kind of special. So it makes me almost like Winker, but obviously, you know, I still hate him. Um, so he he did that. He hit the three-run homer and tied the game, which was a bit of a bummer. Obviously, being up three runs and seeing the game go to a tie game with one swing of the bat wasn't particularly exciting. Um... Luckily, Patrick Mazika recently called up Patrick Mazika, went out there in the bottom of the seventh and hit a solo shot to give us the lead, and it was a lead that we would not relinquish. Uh, we ended up winning that game 5-4, to four. another good one for the Metsies. Uh Marte had a good game this game. He had a triple, a double, three runs scored, and a stolen base. He was 3-4. for four. Um, so th- this was a, a well-played game. Five runs is a good amount of runs. Offense played solidly. Um, I just feel like when you score three runs in the first three innings, to have a big gap where you're not increasing your lead, you know, that's where the offense was cold. You had a double by Pete that scored a run, and then the solo shot towards the end of the game. Um, you know, it would be nice to see more consistent offense, but... That might be asking for too much. Um, but at the same time, when you see a game like like the first one of the series where we only put up the one run, um, I feel like I'm able to ask for that. You, you don't want to see 
that type of offense, one run in a game, especially from guys as, as often who have the, the prowess that, that do on our offense, you know, you should be seeing these five run numbers more often and expecting a lot of production out of them. And that's not unfair because of who they are. And we won't talk about it today, but kind of seen the same thing so far in the series against the Cardinals and in the first two games of the doubleheader, but we're not talking about that today. Uh, Moving on to the final game in the series. This was a back and forth game, probably one of the Mets biggest battles back and forth type battles of the season. Francisco Lindor started off the bottom of the first with an absolute moonshot laser, I guess moonshot and laser beam are kind of the opposite. It was a laser beam. He crushed it and it got out in a hurry. This home run made the score one, nothing in the top of the third. Um, Cal Riley grounded into a double play, which scored a run. So they tied the game there. And then in the fourth, Seattle got three more runs to make the score four to one, including a single, which scored two, and a sack fly, which scored one. In the bottom of the fourth, J.D. Davis tripled, which scored two more for the Mets. And then Brandon Nimmo also tripled in the same inning, making the score five to four. I am such a big believer in J.D. Davis. Such a big believer in J.D. Davis. He comes up there every at-bat and hits the ball as hard as anyone else in the league. As hard as anyone else in the league. I think he's up there in, like, the top three in hard hit rate and, like, right under, like, Mike Trout in maybe one other player. So it's just, it's awesome to see him continue to hit hard, balls hard, even though it feels like he's constantly hitting them right at people. I'm a believer in J.D. Davis because I believe eventually he's going to start hitting hitting these 110-mile-an-hour baseballs where nobody is, and that includes potentially into the seats. Um, so I really do think that that he's a good player, and I think we should give him more playing time, especially over Dom, who just continues to struggle and has been a little bit disappointing. Um, so that gave the Mets lead 5-4 in the bottom of the fourth. In the top of the sixth, Julio Rodriguez homered. Just a solo shot to tie up the game. Julio Rodriguez looks like he's going to be a monster. Uh, he's a rookie. He's a young kid. And... If you didn't know that name during the series, during this series, note it now because this kid looks good. He looks like he's going to be a star in the years to come. And that's pretty much what I would expect out of Julio Rodriguez at this point. Um, Cal Riley hit a homer in the same inning, a two run shot, which gave them the lead, the Mariners the lead, seven to five. And then Julio Rodriguez singled in the seventh to drive in one last insurance run. Jesse Winker came in to score. And the score would remain 8-5 until the bottom of the ninth. And this is why I think that this game in particular was such an important one. 
because we had already had the back and forth. The energy of those two triples in the bottom of the fourth was huge. Huge. The like the 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 team just looked fired up and it was battling back from, you know, we got the the lead in the first and then gave it up. And then we battled back and took the lead right back. You know, and, and later on in the game we gave up that lead again and he, here we come in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, get a couple runners on base. Jeff McNeil singles in a run. Brandon Nimmo doubles in a run. And then we have two runners on for Francisco Lindor, who gets intentionally walked. Which, by the way, seems like just a a crazy idea to me at this current moment. Because of Lindor being in the kind of slump he was. He hit, he hit that, that bomb earlier in the game but other than that he has been cold ice cold at the plate Lindor has has just he's been cold and I think we're going to soon see production out of Lindor like we were the first couple weeks of the season but to this point he has been cold and Pete Alonso has been hot at least with the singles I mean he's not playing out of his mind right now but I would not want to give Pete Alonso a shot to tie the game. It ended up working out because he struck out on a pitch out of the zone, one that probably should have been watched um, that Pete should have laid off of, but what can you do? So the Mets lose this one by a run, lose it 8-7. to seven. Uh, And it was, it was a little heartbreaking just knowing what the Mets had already done so far this year to watch them lose this one after almost coming back. But again, just that fight, the resilience out of the Mets, which you kind of saw in the game before when they won 5-4. to four. I just thought it was a slower overall game. This game was just a little more action-packed and in a battle, one of the bigger battles we've had. And we, we came out the losers this time, but, but I think that it, it was comforting to see the type of battle and maybe even the fact that we lost after rallying, you know, Next time, we'll, we'll come out and we'll want it even more, even though we've already had a couple of these. Um, yeah, so another good game for the Mets. One that we lost, so we lost our first series of the season. Um, not a huge deal, I don't think, but, you know, ideally they win every game. Um, obviously, that's not going to happen. I think all three of these games were winnable. They were, especially with... Scherzer on the mound, putting up only one run is such a huge bummer. And we have to start winning more of Scherzer's starts. Um, But couldn't get it done in the first game. Got the win in the second game. And then came up just short in the third game. Three games, like I said, all decided based on one run. Um, So they, they were all close which is good. Uh, Again, this Seattle team doesn't have the record to show how good they are, but they are a team that can turn on and beat just about anybody in the league when they're playing well. And they played well against us. They really did. They fought. They were, you know, they scored when they had to. They brought games back. Um, So the Mariners really did look good in this series against us. We didn't look as good as I think we can be. Um, but hopefully we'll change that in the latter two games of this Cardinal series, which again, we're not going to talk about today. 
Um, a couple more things that I just wanted to discuss before we wind this down. Um, we already talked about the actual games themselves, but I think we saw a little bit more production out of Eduardo Escobar in the past couple games and as well as um, a little bit in this Cardinal series that again we'll just we'll talk about later but I think that Eduardo Escobar might be coming out of this uh, this slump that he's been in since the start of the season I think that you know Escobar is a player who has the ability to play well and he hasn't yet and I think he's going to. I think I think we're right on the edge of seeing Escobar kind of break out and have a few games where he's good. And I'm hoping we can start to see some consistency out of him. Um, again, we've talked about the poor Mets offense. We scored five in the second and seven in the third game. But there was potential for more than that in each of those games. We had opportunities to get even more runs than that. And we couldn't get it done. Um, I mean, in that... In that um, eight to seven game, in one of the innings prior to the ninth, I believe we loaded the bases with one out, and they got out of it somehow, some way. Um, so just there's a little, there's some frustrating, frustrating things from the Mets offensively. Just not capitalizing on opportunities, and you can't expect them to capitalize on every opportunity. But you want to see some clutchness out of these guys, and recently they've been kind of striking out in 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 clutch games, in clutch situations. But those Mariners were resilient. They took two out of three from us, but they were resilient. They fought back when they got down, and they they've got a young team, a young good team. So. You know, we knew it was going to be a battle. We couldn't quite come out on top on in some of these games. But I think, again, these Mets are going to be a team that will, will be in it all year. They're going to keep playing well. Uh, they're not going to hang their heads when they, when they lose a game. They're going to go out and they're going to play the next day. They're going to have short-term memory when it comes to these, these tough games. And I think that's a good thing. Um, uh, a couple other things to discuss is the bullpen. Drew Smith gave up his first couple runs of the season in this series, uh, which is a, a bit of a bummer because he'd been so solid for us, and he gave up a couple big runs. Um, but the thing that stuck out to me was after he gave up those runs, he, he went right after hitters, finished the inning, uh, still looking like dominant Drew Smith. Um, you know, he's still going to be the guy out of the bullpen for us. Um, he just might not be you know, zero ERA guy the whole season, which I don't think anyone could have expected out of Smith. Um, yeah, on the other side, Diaz just continues to be unbelievable. Again, his his slider, when he's got it going, is probably a top three pitch in all of baseball. It is just disgusting. It is unhittable. Unhittable. And his fastball has so much life. He just looks dominant every time he takes the mound. Uh, and I would expect that to continue. He's looking like he did when he was with the Mariners. Like a number one closer in the league. 
like a top five bullpen pitcher in the league. That's who Diaz has been so far this season, and I would expect that to continue. I think he's got his mojo back. Hearing the trumpets when he comes out for those save opportunities is just inspiring. <laughs> it's such a such a fun thing that that bullpen walkout song and you know I think he's got it I think I think Diaz I think we're going to be seeing an all-star prime Diaz this year so uh, we'll see if he can continue to dominate I just think his stuff is so good that if he's pitching anywhere near as well as he can be uh, you're not hitting him but anyways probably the most disappointing series for the Mets so far Losing two out of three for the Mariners, to the Mariners, uh, we'll see if they can bounce back against the Cardinals, um, and we'll talk about that after that series is over. Uh, I think that the Mets are going to gonna they're going to have to wake up a little bit offensively if they plan to keep winning series the way that they did through the first few weeks of the season. But we'll see how this team does. I believe in them. I believe that the bats are going to wake up. And we'll see where that takes us. Uh, I'm so excited about the potential of this team. I'm going to be at the game on Thursday. The final game of the four-game set against the Cardinals. So I'm hoping for a great one on Thursday. We'll see how it goes. Um, Maybe we'll get to see some kind of history or a comeback or something. Um, that would be super exciting, but we'll we'll see. Again, this team just they look good. They look good. They look exciting. You know, I, I still think there's things to improve on. There always will be, but if you are a Mets fan, this is what we waited for for a long time. So we'll see where it takes us in the season. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Leave a review, email me, talk to me. I want to hear your thoughts. This has been another episode of Little Roller Podcasts. Have a beautiful day.